Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Behind Flint, they see one of these spherical water orbs. And maybe I'll throw my dwarven thrower at it? Do you want your hammer back? Let me just, and I put my hand in, and I grab the hammer, and I pull it out. It's creepy. A giant, like, circular spherical body, giant circular maw, and four long tentacles that come out. And it rides up and into this sphere and is now suspended in this giant sphere and begins moving towards you. Okay, well, great, great. Glad all my new friends just ran into the next room and left me here with this thing by myself. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it. We're the worst. And then the wave of water begins to crash down on you, and you turn and you run and you ride this wave down to the end of this hallway that bursts into the next room. Where you see zombies fucking entrance. traveling yes. towards you. This ogre clumsily swings down at Mannix, who ducks out of the way into Flint, Thea, and Yenbull. It lets out a bellowing roar as it falls to the ground in a heaping ash and smoke and gore. And the four of you stand around it, and you make your way to the next room. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore, and with me today is Carla Maxted. That is me. I play Yenbol Nuri, a Kalishtar cleric. And Tom Laird. That's me. I play Flint Firebeard, a dwarf champion fighter. And Amy Moore. That's me, too. I play Thea Amastasia, a high elf druid. Hey, everybody. How are we doing tonight? Today, generic time of day. Well, at this generic time, I feel good. good. I also, uh, just fair, just average, just an average time of day feeling average. I'll say decent. Yeah. Which is nice and content. We're very non-committal today, starting with a very good energy. We've wasted all our energy on the first hour that we didn't play a game, but now we're playing games. And now we're in the thick of it, so we better get some fucking energy yeah, back, my friends. Right. Let's get our heads into the game, y'all. Starting with the, starting with just just need that energy. So let's get it amped up where you can get the most energy all the time is over on Patreon with us. Patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast, where when you're a patron, you get an episode dedicated to you like today's patron, Amy Walker. Amy Yay. Walker. Amy, Amy Walker. How does she spell her Amy? A-M-Y. Oh, the the, it's the best the, way. Classic yeah, the best is still way. the best. It's the same as me. So you have a great name. Apologies to all those A-I-M-E-E's well, out there. That's why and I A-M-I-E. didn't say that. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's lots of fun ways to spell it, lots. but because yes. Amy spells it that way, I would have to say I it's feel- my favorite way. Exactly. Yeah. So, Amy Walker, twinsies. Thanks. <laughs> if your name is Amy, come join us over at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. However you spell it. However you spell it. However you spell it, we'll have you. Yeah. We'll have... We'll have uh, Carla's with a K. We'll have T-H-O-M, Tom. Sure. We'll yeah, have, yeah. there's no other way to spell Russ, I don't think, Russ. Mm, uh, there's R-U-S-E-L-L. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Russells are variations. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I've had my name spelled wrong many different ways. So there are like many with ways. With the S's and the L's, yeah. there doubly, are definitely. Doubly today, he had his name spelled wrong on a forum. They misspelled Russell and more. Russell. <laughs> It was well, more no. Russly. Russly. Uh, I love it. Yeah. It's fun. I love it when they spell, once he had his name spelled on a cup, R-U-S-T-L-E. Like Russell. Russell. Like, Russell like there's a Russell of leaves. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's whimsical. Yeah. I mean, the benefits of spelling my name incorrectly is it gives me many more NPC names. Oh, uh, sure. True. I can just, yeah. We're going to lo- run into a lot of Rosses and Russells. <laughs> <laughs> Getting rid of the G names, going with strictly Russ names from here on Perfect. out. Patreon.com slash Dumb Dragoncast. We hope to see you over there. Now, fuck it. Let's play. You have just decimated a giant zombie ogre. It was epic in the in the editing that uh, a certain producer did. Okay. Uh, so yeah, come on now. He's so talented and so great and hard you know working and amazing. That producer, yeah. He's a horn tutor though. Yeah. I mean, he can like tone it down <sighs> a notch. Yeah. No. I mean, I started with that Opalite Bright Clips energy. So and it's now, just, <laughs> this is where we are at. Yeah. Um, but you head off and to the south and east direction in this room, which brings you to a crevice in this rocky wall. And you look beyond and it appears pitch black. Also in this room were the zombies who you had turned with turned undead, but no other uh, egress that you were able to find. Do you proceed into the darkness? Am I close to the darkness? I believe in a thing called love. Yeah, I'd say you uh, all three have at least walked up to okay. it. Okay. Can I? Can I have dark vision? So mm-hmm. can I see anything? No. Oh no. Uh, can I produce flame? You can. Uh, do I see anything? No. Oh, I don't want to go in there, you guys. No, I don't like this. Uh, light does not permeate this darkness, it seems. Frightening. I mean, we are in a flying fortress. It all seems dangerous and frightening. Oh, and something's as dark as I feel my soul is. It's best not to go in there. Uh, do we have another exit somewhere? I mean, I didn't see one, but... I don't think so. Unless we go back the way we came. Did we have a choice of two doors and we came in this one? No. No, you've no. been following the, oh. the distinct path. So we are just legit yeah. now at the dead end. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're at the we're at the dead crevice. end with a crevice. <laughs> we're at the cre- How big is the crevice, it, guys? Can we go through the crevice? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like yeah. it's a, it's a crack in the wall, you know, one person could walk through at a time, mm-hmm. um, but it you can't see what's beyond it. It is like a wall of darkness. Uh I take out uh could have fucking sworn I had something other than my oath bow. But did you? <laughs> but like, really? A shield. I'll hold my shield out in front of me <laughs> and be like, hey, Flint, you want to go first? <laughs> Is Flint your shield? Yeah, I just picked him up. 
just held him out in front of me. He's cool with it. We've done this a lot. Yeah, I mean, keep your shield handy, I guess. But yeah, I, I can head in there. I mean, it's the only way to go, right? Mannix looks to you and says, that's an affectionate pet name she has for you. We didn't, like, overlook, like, a grate or anything in a, you know, overhead tunnel or the duct system. Some air system. duct system. <laughs> that's right. Some vents, it's, some AC. It's possible we can go back and swim down in that pool. Oh, no, I don't want to go I'd back rather in there. Oh, do I still have McGill's and stuff? I can't remember. I think you got rid of those. I think you said you got rid of them. Yeah, I think you ditched them. Yeah, I feel like I was like, but it was like a while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I then I was so like, too. I feel stupid. I've got gills and webbed feet. Okay, cool. I just wanted to, because if not, I would have right now said I don't want to have this anymore. Um, okay, we we go carefully. All right. Um, yeah, I guess I'll um, I'll use my rod of lordly might's uh, button that is button one goes for the flame tongue longsword so at least I'll have mm-hmm. something bright and uh, I'll take my command word from an, a dear old friend of mine and I whisper muy caliente and my flaming longsword uh, is in front of me leading the way um, I'm also going to draw my weapon um, my Mace of Terror just probably already had it out. We were just fighting, but I can't remember exactly, so I don't want the the DM to be like, we didn't even have it out. Uh, Thea feels stupid with nothing but her shield. Can I also just hold um, a produce flame in my hand? Just Sure. You know, because it's my weapon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So okay. Flint's going through first? Yep. Flint, as you walk through and as everybody you follow behind him, you enter like you you enter this uh, this crevice which feels as you're walking through uh, as like a narrow corridor in a rocky cavern and it starts to narrow the longer you go and as you breach this this darkness, you lose all light around you regardless of dark vision. Do you continue? Do I get any weird, like, vibes? I mean, you you get a real will, like, kind of feel. <laughs> Were you just going to say get a real willy? You get a real willy. You, you get, get a, a real, real willy. willy. For, like, so Thea has flame out, and is it just, like, the flame is still lit, but it's just absolute darkness around it. Like, it yeah, like you can't doesn't even permeate. See. So yeah. it's just, like, a floating ball of flame. Yeah, like you can't even see it once you step into this dark. Oh, you can't even see my flame? Uh, no. Well, it's still oh, there. Okay. Right? You can feel the okay. heat in your hand or however it normally feels, but yeah. Like even the, the, the light from the flame tongue dissipates as Flint walks forward. Jeez. Do I smell anything funny? Mm, yeah, it's like a... Yeah, like a musty kind of like very um, damp air kind of scent and feel the further in you go. And do we... What do we hear? Cavey drips? Creeping monsters? Mousy feet? Now keep in mind, Russ, whatever you describe to us, you have to then create. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, yeah, you hear um, yeah, drips that you would hear in a cave. Um, 
you hear like soft clicking. Like and it's sporadic or metronomish. Uh sporadic. And it's coming at first just from in front of you, how you can picture that this this um, cavern on either sides of you is um, is is formed around you. Um, but the further in you go, you feel like the room opens up and you, the clicking, like the soft is all around you. Does the cavern get wider as we go through? How wide was it to begin with? Like one person width? It was like one person width and it narrowed to a point. And I just took it as you were just continuing to walk. Yeah, I think um, so. Flint, the, yeah, you step. You, you, it takes, like, the, it feels like you walk for about I don't know, 50, 50 meters. So I, I did metric. What? Weird. Wow. 50 meters. I'm just going to stick with it. That's I like what we're it. doing. We're doing metric now. Oh, God. We live uh, in Canada, damn it. Yeah. We're going <laughs> to represent the metric system, finally. Um, yeah, you walk for about 50 meters and you it, it feels like after a point, you feel like a, a coolness hit your, hit your skin and the room feels like it opens up. Still dark, but as you the, the four of you file in, it feels damp. And, and as you step, like it's slippery and slimy beneath your feet. Can I try? I don't think it'll work, but Yenbull doesn't know that. Um, can I try to um, cast the spell light toward the clicky clacky sounds? Sure, they're all around you. Which direction would you like to go? Oh, I feel very unsettled now. I, me too. I almost don't want the lights to come on. <laughs> no, seems, it's seems almost bad. better. I guess like forward and up so like in in front of us like i can target a creature i mean obviously i don't exactly know where the creatures are or if they even are creatures and would you call someone doing a flamenco dance a creature i wouldn't it'd be rude it would be quite rude oh unless you're like you beautiful creature you're right because that would be that'd okay. be nice by me anyway. depending who says it like if yeah. a woman said it i'd be like no oh, that's nice and if a guy said it i'd be like oh can you not oh uh, that's actually true. ugh. Uh, do you want to know what it does, or do you just want to tell me it's not going to work? Sure, give me a, give me what it does. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just cruel. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm. Mm, 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 mm. I have to touch it, so I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna reach out and touch the wall, I guess, or whatever it is I touch. I mean, you could touch me if you wanted. Uh, look at Russ's face. <laughs> no, no, she's already touched the wall. Russ is like, yeah. yeah. It's fine. I already said it. You're right. That would have been smarter. No take it's fine. No. So I <laughs> touch. Um, and the object sheds bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for an additional 20 feet. The light can be colored as you like. It's going to be a beautiful rainbow. Oh. Yeah, you touch the wall and you feel like... You immediately as you touch it, like it's slimy to your fingers, and like I imagine you put Delightful. your your palm to it. I don't think I put my palm to it. I think I put my fingertips to it. 
Okay, you put <laughs> your fingertips to yeah, it. Yeah, what normal person? Because ta- when you don't know, you reach out with your fingertips, you and just then once she feels, hand. yeah, once she feels the goo, she's not like spreads her fingers. <laughs> right, like, just like, get it all up in there. We don't know Yenbo. We yet. don't know Yenbo that often. She could be a real freak. <laughs> Sometimes she just likes the gooey, gooey, sticky feel of ooze between this, your fingers. This episode was supposed to be more progressive, but we're just going to focus nope, on this we've made gooey, it one slime. foot into this room. <laughs> w- um, welcome to being in this uh, pyramid maze forever. Um, yeah, yep. you, you touch your fingers and you feel this slime like fold over them as you press into the wall, and then you feel something move as you cast light. Like It moves around your finger. It feels small. Like a size of a like a fist-sized stone, but also smooth and and slimy as it moves past you, and you cast light, and you you see that rainbow illumination come out, and it illuminates you. You can see yourself, and you can see just where your fingers touch the wall, and this figure, a small fist-sized figure with like purplish brown skin looks at you with its one eye and then zips out of the darkness and then as it zips it zips out into the darkness and as you lose sight of it the entire room becomes not brightly lit um, but you're able to instantly see everything around you and you see hundreds of unblinking eyes staring up at you from the long walls of glistening green stone. The floor of this chamber, climbing up the walls, is this viscous slime that drips from four stalagmites. Gross. Don't you know mean stalactites? Yes, yeah, stalactites. They come from the top. Hang no. tight. No, it yep. drips from four stalagmites. From, from... Don't say, so down the sides of them. Yeah. That's, Ew. This, this makes well, sense. I don't like that either. I like that less. It's like volcano. Ew, you know, I like that less. And it's dripping down. <laughs> no, I don't no, know I how much louder Amy can tell you how she doesn't like it. I mean it. what I say, and I say what I mean, okay? It's stalagmites. Oh, god damn it. Oh. But they seem to be friendly, yes? They're just. <laughs> or, or at least not unfriendly. They are just staring at you, these hundreds of eyes all around this room. Can I. Scan calmly and look for the exit. You can um, make an investigation check. I'll investigate the shit out of this. Um, I did not. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, with the light from uh, Flame Tongue and the fire that you can now see in your hand and the rainbow illuminescence from Yenbo's light. It's beautiful, by the way, Yenbo. Wow. Um, you look out into the room and all of this light, about another uh, 50 meters, begins to dissipate and it gets darker towards the center of this room and you look back to the cavern that you walked through and it appears like a like an extended like almost like kaleidoscope effect like you see an opening down at the far end of a hallway but it seems like it's hundreds hundreds of meters away sorry that's when we just came that's down that's the one you just came through like it seems like it's forever away 
and we do see another similar, or sorry, we just see darkness you, ahead. You see, like, the room opens up wide, and about 50 meters, you see um, the, uh, you see, like, this darkness kind of roll down right. at that 50 meters. I think we have to continue going. I think so, forward. too. What else? What else do we do? We cannot just stay here. Oh, there's so much goo, you guys. It's so... I touched it. I wish oh. I had not. Although, I am happy for the light. I wish I had not stuck my fingers. Well, I think that might have been like kind of like, you know, turning the lights on. Like, Let's hope these small creatures are friendly. Um... As I look at the one-eyed creatures, do I know what they are? Oh, yes. Good question. Make an arcana check. Oh, arcana this. I rolled a nat 20. Ooh. Oh, shit. I rolled a 19. Oh, damn. I think we know things. I'm not even going to roll. Um, with a nat 20 especially, you recognize them as... You recognize their their makeup and their structure. It looks kind of beholder-ish, but you've never seen one this small. Oh, God. We're like in a beholder baby nest. Oh, this God. is terrible. Uh, Yenbol, do these look a little familiar to you? I'm sorry to say they do. They look like, you know, a beholder. These are just but like tiny, right? These are like... tiny babies. I wonder where's where Mama is. Yes, exactly what I was thinking. What if Mama comes home and there's there's all these hundreds of babies? It is a bad place to be between the Mama and her babies. Now, are they literally everywhere? Like, we have to wade through them? They're or? only on the walls. Okay. Oh, I, I don't like that. I think I like that worse. Yeah, um, but it's all jelly on the floors? Yeah, it's like this slimy ooze. Afterbirth. That's what that is. <laughs> <Come on. laughs> Tom's face. <laughs> Flint's just silent. She's like, fuck, what am I what am I doing here? I guess we just maintain a steady pace and try not to make anything too excited to the fact that we're here. It's a good plan. Yes. Yes. Slow and steady. Maybe we just we walk forward slowly. I'm imagining like Flint's maybe looking forward, Thea's looking to one side, Yenbo's looking to the other, Mannix is looking behind us because we're kind of surrounded by these little one-eyed thingies. And just slowly and cautiously walking forward. No sudden movements, no loud noises. A nice steady pace. Yeah, Thea's talking sweet. Oh, you guys look so nice. calmly. Probably nap time. With every step you take, the eyes follow you hmm? on your location until you get... There are four of these stalagmites, as I said, and they're... Um, further in you walk, you have to walk around them and you get between them, and that this it's the further in you walk, you lose out of the periphery with this darkness effect that is following you. And you get between these stalagmites, and it like sucks up around you. You lose sight of all the unblinking eyes, 
You see just the edge of these stalagmites and the ooze dripping down, and then all around you a voice echoes. You hear this, like, What are you doing here? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, just passing through. Just quietly. Peacefully, just passing through the nursery. Almost here. from right behind you, Thea, the voice again says, No one just passes through here. Oh, God. Well, um, may I ask why? Because here. And then the voice is behind Yenbull is where people come to be eaten. Um. Well, they would prefer not to be eaten. Yeah, can we like strike a deal or something? We would love to just continue on our way and get out of, get out of your, out of your way. Please. What do you have to offer me? What do you most desire? It's a bold strategy. We, we probably don't have that, but let's find out. Let's find out. Mm-hmm. How can you procure something so grand? <laughs> Fuck you, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's grand to some might not be grand to others. What is it you wish? There's a pause. And then the clicking comes again. As if from behind each of you separately. Like this thing is moving in the darkness around you. Gross. And then the voice comes from all around you again. As if from above. It says, I wish for my freedom. Well, don't I have some news for you? Um, but first, why why would why do you want to be free? Would you like to be locked in a cage with hundreds of your spawn for eternity? No, it sounds awful. I'm so sorry I asked. Um well, we are here to essentially liberate everybody from this flying fortress. That includes you, Mama! There's a long pause. And then that you hear that clicking again all around you and like this whoosh or flit through the darkness. And then, like, this murmured whine starts to well up in the room. 
and then it's silent all at once. By liberation do you mean death? Because so far you have brought death to everything. Well, I mean, and Yenbolt Flint, I'm sure you guys will back back me up here, but those things um, didn't talk to us as you have and displayed the kind of intelligence and, you know, emotional state that you have. We've been attacked at every turn since we've come here. So we come peacefully unless otherwise provoked, as I'm sure you do too. Also, those zombies were totally undead. They weren't getting out of here alive anyway. I do feel for the sea creature, though. The abolith of equal intelligence, slightly lesser. I was going to say. Could have helped you. It struck first. There's a long pause again. You hear dripping and like, like movement in the ooze. Listen, we just kind of assume that you are all working with the lich. What are you here for? We're here for we're here for the amulet of wonder. And to kill that fucking lich. Well, I don't think he's going to just give it to us, but maybe he will. Maybe. <laughs> now that we know that there are um, beings here held, you know, against their will, I feel like it's more than that now. Things are summoned here to prevent people like you to get through to Shangalar. Summoned here against your will. There's the sound of movement behind you, Yenbul. And you look to either side and you see the darkness begin to fold back. And you see more of the stalagmites and even um, goes up to the wall where you still see those unblinking eyes staring up at you. Uh, do you specifically turn around right away? Or do you just keep looking in the direction you're looking? Um, I don't know that I would turn around. Uh, then Thea and Flint and Mannix, you see as this this darkness unfurls from your location, a... Wait! You said that we recognize them as beholders? Uh, like beholders, you, yeah. No one had ever seen none right? of right a teeny tiny beholder. Yep. But do we know like what a beholder can do? Now uh, that we know what the creature is, she rolled a nat twenty. I'm just yeah, saying, no, because if absolutely. it's like don't look at it in its eye, otherwise it's gonna freeze you to death or something like that. And that's information sure. that we should have had before. Um, I think it's important. No, yeah. It's a good question. Uh, the, nat, the Nat 20, I'll give you more information on the Beholders. So Beholders generally 
um, in the strictest sense of terms, have 10 eye stalks and one main core eye. With a nat 20, you know that they don't breed. Um, beholders are dreams of other beholders. So it's dreamed all these hundreds of dreams into being while it, we assume while it has been here. Yes. Well, that's certainly unfortunate and seems like a them problem, but yeah, whatever. Uh, anything else you want to know about the beholder? Yeah, looking at them, um, it doesn't. It, there's no Medusa effect that you know of, um, but each eye stock does have a different ability that, when activated, can do anything from charm up to death. Uh, right. This one just kills you. Yeah. But as the light rolls back, uh, Thea, Flint, and Mannix, you see um, hovering above and just behind Yenvul a a purple-skinned, mottled beholder, large eye in the center, and two of its eye stalks appear to have been maimed or damaged in some way. You think you can destroy Shangalar. We've done crazier stuff. I mean... I mean, we did fight Tiamat. Yeah. And survive. Well, mostly. For the most part. We do not know that we can beat Shangalar, but we must try. He destroyed Kalimport. Sounds like he brought you here against Erville. What else can we do but fight? Interesting. Do you not want to fight for your freedom? Rather than being here with all of your dream children forever? I would fight for my freedom. And I would fight Shangalar with you, however... I am bound to this cavern. Is there a specific way to unbind you? Maybe a magic orb or something, or something that we could smash, and and you could, like, break free and come help out in the crux of the battle? I have been cursed, and there is a key. Side quest... I feel like this is a side side quest. Side 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 quest? Shit. <laughs> Guys, I don't know what my goal is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we'll spend three years doing the side quest and yeah, we'll come totally. back to the main part. We gotta <laughs> like, find this key. Back. We've gotta find this key for this beholder. I will help clear the way if you can release me. The key was sent to the Otiox lair. Do I know what an Otiox is? Mm, yeah, you fought one. An Oteox. Oh no! Is it one of those those things that can change into the child? No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. An Otiox is a uh, like a giant, um, like garbage monster. <laughs> Eats basically everything. Trash monster. Basically a trash monster. Huge, like almost like well, it's like. Hippo-like formation, but like giant, huge claw or uh, teeth um, and gaping maw. Cool. And generally, um, people use them to dispose of trash. Neat. So it's yeah. in the garbage room. Awesome. Yeah. 
Well, you know what? I'm sure that there are many different layers of this pyramid. <laughs> and, and we happen to find ourselves in uh, a lot of the uh, the dangerous bad ones. So odds are we will end up with the OTX. Do you know what the key looks like? No. All right. Maybe it'll be we know it when we see it kind of thing or... Do you do you get to speak with any of the other creatures that have, that have been summoned here against their will? There are rumbles through the walls that warn of passers. Would you be able to rumble a little message forward that we are on the side of on on your side that we would like to not battle at every turn? But save our strength to to fight Shangalar. We would prefer to gather our strength and fight Shangalar instead of instead of all of you who have really nothing. You have nothing in this battle but your freedom. Can you do that? How do I know you will come back with the key? Well, now that I know we have to come back with the key, that's an important piece of the information. I thought maybe it was an orb we could smash or like, you know, something like a, something that we can mess up. Uh, we will, because, because having a powerful beholder like you on our side during this fight would be unbelievable. It could tip the scales. You could be the difference between winning and setting all these creatures free or us losing. Make a persuasion check. I think I'm being pretty earnest. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh. Um, 17. You see the darkness lift around this room and in the direction you were walking, you see four caverns. I will tell you which one to go down. Thank you. Do you have a name? Yes. I'm Thea. I'm Yenbul. Flint. And I'm Mannix. It floats up higher into the room and says, I am for Buxy. Thank you for Buxy. We'll meet again. We will return with this key and you will help us fight for freedom. The beholder before you squints. The eyes around the walls flitter between you and the beholder. <laughs> watching watching mommy have an important mm-hmm. conversation. Mm-hmm. Huh? Like tennis? tennis? Huh? Yes. <laughs> you look back to the caverns that became clear and now there is only one. Well, hurry then. And for Buxy, moves higher up towards the ceiling and you lose sight of them in the darkness. 
um, I we walk forward to the the one exit that we have, and as we do, I go, "Oh my god, I can't believe that worked, you guys! That was awesome." <laughs> you carry forward through the room, the slime squishing beneath your feet, the eyes following you as you continue to walk towards this singular passageway before you. You carry through, and it winds down a long, dark corridor. You walk for several minutes before you see uh, light. The floor beneath you gets less and less covered in slime the farther you walk. You see light shining up ahead and the sound of chomping like grinding of teeth and like sludge like being forced you know like you slurp, slurp mud through your hands like say you were some kind of trash eating monster maybe maybe excellent perhaps we can find the key sooner than i had thought yeah i kind of thought there'd be a few more to get to but how hard could it be well, for you, you have fought a dragon. It is probably not so hard, but it is a, a a fierce, disgusting creature. Like, we thinking like needle in a haystack, or we uh, fought one of these a long time ago, and they've got a lot of uh, well, there's a lot of like teeth on their tentacles, and they got really strong chompers in the kind of the center there, and. I want to say something to do with like mind powers as well, but it's it's been so long. Oh, this is good news. Uh, I, I too can speak telepathically to creatures that can speak telepathically. We could have maybe another creature on perhaps, our side. Perhaps we can talk to the garbage monster. Maybe you don't call him a garbage monster though when you talk to him. Oh yeah, that's probably good. Yeah. All right, our um. Are we ready? Does anyone... Do you think... Hmm, I suppose we are as ready as we were going to be. Yes? Yeah. You carry forward and the passage opens up more as you walk along. The light gets brighter and inside you see this yellow illuminescence uh, lighting this room. You see heaps and heaps of garbage and dung... And beyond, you see movement of a large creature, like the back of it over one of these mounds. Um, you see, uh, cut through and like a passageway through, you see a skeleton walk by carrying a, a mound of, you can't quite put your finger on what it is. Nor would we want to. Nor would you Probably want not. to. But carrying it over, you see it um, walk by with this Material, you hear like this drop, sludge drop, and then the skeleton walks back in the same direction that it went. Um, so as you walk in, you're like face to face with like, a, a perimeter of this um, bile and feces and just garbage material. You can see through and over a little bit to see 
uh, at least one creature. Um, to get around it, you'd either have to go over it or uh, there is pathway around either side in order to walk around the garbage refuse. How tall is it? Um, if you can see kind of in spots over it, like it's probably going to be between five and six feet and then another um, 10 to 15 feet like deep uh, into the room um, and areas it is, is piled much higher as you walk around or as you, as you know, as you look down. What if you had a magic carpet? And you didn't have to trudge through the bile and feces, as you just described it. (laughs) I mean, it's what it is. (laughs) Careful, Carly. He's going to do something awful to your magic carpet. I know. But I can't (laughs) just trudge through the grossness. Yeah, when you have an option not to walk through shit, you got to take it. How far away is the creature from me? Um... You could probably say from where you can see it that it's about fifty feet away, and I can see it's like the it's back. Or yeah, you can right? kind of see it like moving. You know, the back okay. of it moving towards one of these piles. Um, then I'm going to reach out to it telepathically. Um, because I can do that up to sixty feet. Okay. Um, and we don't need to share a language if it can also speak telepathically. Yes. Hello, please do not be alarmed. We are entering your home. Please do not hurt us. You haven't magic carpet lifted yet? You're just st- still standing on the ground? Mm-hmm. Okay. I uh, didn't want to, like, startle just, it. like, yeah. appear right. and startle it. Exactly. Yeah, cool. Hello. Um, watching the, the, the creature, you... I'm going to say that you sense... Two, you now sense two creatures when you reach out telepathically within this range, and you see the one that you were you had eyes on like raise its head and its tentacles move up, and it begins to look around and says, "Who who's there?" Hey, we're in the middle now. Nice to see you. How's everybody doing? Amy's dying. Amy's dying. Amy's dying. I'm dying. It's, it's too hot. Hot. Everyone's yeah. melting. You know, whenever it is too hot, I always think, ah, remember when it was not too hot? And I was like, I'll never say that it's too hot. Now's one of those days when I'm like, ah, but maybe it's a little <laughs> too hot. I don't really feel hot. like I ever say that because I, I just want temperate. Like, this is why I live in a yeah. temperate climate. Yes. I just want it to be not too cold and not too hot. Like mid twenties Celsius for, oh, for yeah, American ideal. Yes, for summer, what, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, it's twenty-five good. degree day. That's beautiful. twenty-five would whatever, be like eighty whatever degrees. Whatever the number is, it's like comfortable. Yeah, it's, it's warm enough like, you can ah, go swimming. And my garden still, but gross. it's not so hot that you die. Think you're going to perish? Exactly. <laughs> like right, right now, me. So that's what we're talking about today: is how we're all perishing from the heat, and how we're going to take a few weeks off coming up in August. Uh, four to be exact. Uh, we won't be releasing episodes of our own starting August 12th through September 2nd. We'll be back with new episodes on September 9th. 
but no need to fret. You're not going to go without anything in your ears. We have some pretty cool swapsies going on. We do. We partnered with some of the Fable and Folly Network to bring you some new shows. We don't want to reveal all the details quite yet, just to make sure that you have something to look forward to. Uh, But there's some pretty cool shows that we think you're going to like. Some that are uh, in line with what we do. Actually, no, that's not true. None of them are in line with what we do. Mm -hmm. They're entirely new stories, entirely new uh, producers, and... Uh, we think they're just really awesome, and we want to share them with you. Totes. You're going to like it. It's like our, your little summer vacation from us. You get to go hear new and exciting things and then come back to your old favorites, us. Yeah, it's like you're doing the Reddit Secret Santa Exchange, and you're getting a new podcast to listen to instead. Yes. It's like you're going on, like, our metaphors are overnight amazing. camp. Keep it going, Amy. <laughs> These are so you're good. You're going overnight camp. You got camp. this, Amy. And and you're spending a, some time away and you're going to change and you're going to experience new things. You're going to come back. You're going to be different, but a better version of yourself. It might be like that. It's like when you go to your grandparents' house because your parents <laughs> don't want to see you anymore. This might be the most accurate but, one. But, Continue, Russ. They, but, they, but your grandparents make you go to bed at six o'clock because that's when they go to bed. No, 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 oh, Russ. You, you're going say. at this the wrong angle. But your, your grandparents, grandparents give you ice cream for dinner. There. They let you yep. eat McDonald's. They let you do all this stuff you're not allowed to do at home. And at first you're like, this is amazing. I love this so much. I never want to go back home. Then after a while, you actually crave old mom and dad. Consistency. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we bring, That's what we bring to you. you. <laughs> On Dungeons and Dragons. Nice homey vibe. Ah, uh, that's what we've got. So long story short, all these analogies aside, we have some really cool shows that we're going to bring to your ears um, throughout August and the beginning of September before we bring you some new episodes uh, and more adventures. So we hope you enjoy them all. And please, once you hear them, uh, go check them out because uh, they're all amazing creators. And I think you're going to love all of the stories that they've got coming your way. And now let's get back to this episode. Mommy and daddy love you. We will miss you so much while we're away, and we're looking hey, forward wait, to seeing no, we're you. Still I know, here we're next coming week. back. We're still again. here we're next week. It's fine. That's true. Yeah, we'll give you, we're just prepping you, yeah, right? That's what goodbye. it's going to feel like. You were like, "What? It's goodbye already?" But no, not yet. Yeah. But ne- soon. Next week, we got that cool guy Keith Amon on the show. Ooh. Oh wait, oh. that's happening too. So we've got yeah. that coming up. Super fun. Then we'll say a formal goodbye later. It's fine. He really knows how to play D anD D. He wrote oh, the he books about it, and it's amazing. You're gonna love it. Okay, back to this episode. We're done talking to you. Okay, bye. Bye. So it's kind of like... (laughs) (laughs) Hello, my name is Yenbel. What is your name? We... We don't have... What? Is this your home? You hear stomping of feet, and then the second one comes into view, and they're looking around at each other. Yes, home food. I'm going to appear. Do not be surprised. Okay, so I take out the carpet and I say, Yatir. And then it is flying. We can get on it. Oh, I oh I hop on. He is like... I say to my friends, come on, on. I am, I am trying to communicate with the creatures, so hopefully they do not immediately attack. Does anyone have anything um, delicious they could offer the creatures? Uh oh, Thea um goes into her bag and shamefully pulls out like, like a double 
cloth wrapped sack of like bad cheese and bread that she's been meaning to toss <laughs> but like hasn't just in case you get desperate yeah well yeah. she's like I think if she were in she's high like school like in the bottom of the backpack she'd totally have quite the messy locker like there's yeah. a questionable Tupperware container back there yeah so that's it she hands you her questionable Tupperware container okay you rise up above the filth and the awful and the, the stench as you rise it it you didn't like it was it was a bad smell but the higher up you go it is just rancid in this room and as you clear these piles you see these two creatures who then turn to your direction you see their tentacles waving wildly towards you and they look to you and then begin like stomping like almost like a dog does when it's excited about you going towards the treat cabinet like Mm -hmm. that's kind of the picture I want to paint here food you brings food. Give food. What is your favorite kind of food? Food. There we go. Is that going to be a dangerous food. question? Yeah. <laughs> but what? What are you going to do for the food? Do we eat food? Yes, food. Yes, I have much food for you. But I'm looking for a key. Do you know this key? Hey cock their head and their tentacles kind of wave around. Can we go, like, because we're still quite a ways away, but close enough that I can, like, tear off a couple of pieces of bread and throw one to each of them. Sure, yeah, you could like a little move around. And as everybody else, I assume... First taste is yeah, free. That's right. <laughs> I, I, I assume, Yemble, you're focused on the two creatures. Everybody else, are you looking around the rest of the room? I'm on key duty, yeah? Uh, yeah, I figure I'd be looking around. Like, maybe it's hanging from a wall somewhere. I don't know. Sure, yeah. You uh, make an investigation check as you're looking around. Ugh. Went great. Sounds Nine. like it went great. It was, it was on <laughs> 17 Ugh. and then flicked to the 7. It could have been a 19. Mm, it's not super strong. 15. It's mine. stronger than a 9. Huh? This is true. How about Mannix? What's that dead weight doing? I rolled a two. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> fucking dead weight. So dead like, weight. You know what? He, touched, plugs, you know what? Yeah. he touched a mirror, and now he suddenly the same he's useless. Mm-hmm. Does anyone else notice that? Totally. God damn it. All of a sudden, he doesn't know his daughter's dead, and he's like, life's great. I have no motivation to be helpful. <laughs> right? Why am I even here? I don't Ooh. know. It's fine. I just thought I'd help these weirdos. Um, okay, you're looking around the room. Flint, you catch eyes on... Uh, on this skeleton that you saw, and it's walking back and towards the like the right as you're looking in the room. Uh, you see a crack in the wall, and you see this skeleton like disappear uh, beyond it. Uh, Thea, you're looking around, and it's just everywhere is just piles of this refuse. You just say to Flint, "What a dump." Hmm. Um, okay, back to Yembel. Sorry, uh, you toss a piece of food. Yeah, a piece of uh, a bread to each of them. Um, they snatch it up and say, It's barely there! If you want the good food, I want your help. What? I am looking for a key. They look around. You know what key is? Uh, yeah. Key. Give food, I give key. Well, let me see key, I give food. 
Make a persuasion <laughs> check. It's a good old-fashioned yeah, persuade-off. Yeah, it's off. a good old-fashioned, nuh-uh, you give me the goods first, and then I'll give you the stuff. I have advantage on persuasion rolls. Of course so that you do. first one was 20. Not a nat 20. And then a bad roll. So let's go with 20. What you give? What food? More little food? We eat you. No. You don't eat me. Yeah, we ate others. No. Why would you eat others? They put in pile. We eat. One of them begins to move over and is like nosing through the refuse. You find key? Uh, It stops and looks back at you. Never mind. (laughs) And goes back to going through the piles. I have this very delicious stinky cheese. It's small, but very delicious. Small, need more. And then begins to walk over to another pile of refuse and nosing through it. You hear the clacking of um, bones, flint, at the wall you were watching there where the skeleton disappeared, and you see the heads of two skeletons uh, begin to enter the room. While these uh, Otiaks are uh, nosing through this refuse, they haven't explicitly said they're looking for the key, but you get a feeling that that's what they're doing. Um, I guess I should tell... uh Flint and Theo, what's going on? Because they are not hearing this telepathic conversation. They, I, I think they are looking for the key. They want food. They want more food. What else do we have? Oh, good question. Um, I mean, I look in my pack. I mean, we certainly all have like rations, rations, and, stuff. and yeah. food with yeah. us. Yeah, like any prized Christmas hams that maybe I forgot about in my sack. <laughs> maybe you seem like a man who carried like a lot of meat around with him. You know, like that right? is certainly true. A lot of cured meat. Yeah, like in Flint's bag. turkey legs. Uh, the two <laughs> skeletons. At this point, you see that they're carrying um, piles of like animal carcass and like plant like decaying plant refuse and um, that type of material and they walk to the center of this room and both of them drop it without paying any attention to you and turn and leave the room and the Otiuk stop turn uh, to the material and run over to it and say they brought more food no job (laughs) and they begin eating the material I made this food come you asked for food, I asked for key. You look for key, I make food appear. Um, how does the magic carpet work? Like if it were to have to, if you were to have to make a dexterity saving throw, would it be you that would have to make that? I think so. That makes sense. Well, she controls the carpet. Yeah. So um it moves according to my spoken direction. Okay, so as a, a deck Yeah, so I'm controlling it. Give me a deck it. saving throw then. At 20. <gasps> Fuck yeah. Plus three, and I get a plus one on save, so 24. Ooh, baby. Uh, right before this tentacle jumps out at you, the OTF says, go find better, more food, 
and then this tentacle snaps out trying to grab the magic carpet, but you whip back. So, you want more food, I bring good, more, bigger food, you give me key? Yes, like this food, and they are eating the food that the skeleton brought in. Or food, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, is the only exit this, like, crack in the wall where the skeletons are emerging to and from? Um, you would have seen... I like that we're going on a side quest of our side quest of our side quest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of side questing happening here. Um, yeah, there's... Uh, so off to uh, the right in the room, you saw where the skeletons were coming to and from. Off to the left, Flint, Thea... And uh, Mannix, you would have by this point seen that there is a another opening off and to the left. They want more food. Bigger food. Rotten dead food. Oh. Um. Do we go forward? Try to kill creature, bring creature back, give to them. Or do we go back the way we came, get giant dead ogres? Oh. How do we get them back here? I don't know. What's a dead ogre way, Russ? Give me the or way the, or on the a dead ogre. Or the dead or the giant sea fish creature, guy. yeah. Oh, the apple yeah, probably yeah. like five or six hundred pounds. Then that's no problem. The magic carpet can carry eight hundred pounds. Shit. Ah, you suck. Okay. <laughs> Should have been like one million pounds, sucker. <laughs> but I don't know if we want to go back. Do we want to go back past the beholder? Past the creatures, get large dead thing and bring here. Yes? I mean, if that's how we get the key, should we all go? Will there be room to carry it back on the magic carpet? I will state that the cavern to get into oh, the shit was really beholder's small. lair became very small. Right. Oh, shit. we can't get big things. That is a good reminder. Thank you. Um, That would have sucked to go back there. Pick up the body, bring it, and then Russ being like, Everybody, nah, bro, the opening's too small. Russ describes it as you have to squeeze back through this cavern. And we you chop get to the, it up and then into you... little pieces first. There's that. Um, There's a whole episode of us just, just cutting up. Mutilating yeah. bodies. Yeah. Do, like, I can conjure, like... I know, that's what I was just... I'm just looking but, at my spells to see what I can... do I bring an animal into this world just to be eaten by one of these things? Like... It feels it feels really wrong. Doesn't seem like a super druidy thing to do. Well, Flint, that's really judgmental. I don't tell you how to be a fighter. Well, uh, I mean, what's the plan? The song "Long Road Ahead" is by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.filmmusic.io. All other music and sound effects can be found at EpidemicSound.com or BoomLibrary.com. A huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Joshua Dixon, Kat Waterflame, Devin Michaels, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Stevie, Jessica Babiuk, and Darylith. To find out more about how you can support Dungeons & Dragons, visit us at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, where you can have exclusive access to 50-plus hours of bonus audio content, create in-game NPCs and items, as well as play games with the cast. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Have a great week. And we'll talk soon. Yeah. <laughs> Real your highness kind of thing, like Minotaur and a strap on there. <laughs> like, okay. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Wow. Um, the fucking will begin. Yeah. Yeah. Is this the fuck room? No. Maybe. It's dark. Uh, <laughs> let's play who's in my mouth.
Uh, do I uh, do I smell any weird smell? Fuck, <laughs> isn't even here. Jesus Christ! You guys what? go into a fuck room one time and you don't even bring me. Is all around you now? Based on your hand motions, I'm imagining it's a castanet. No, I'm just um, yeah, a tiny mariachi band. We're surrounded band. by flamenco dancers. Right. It's incredible. We Olé. feel them whooshing past us in beautiful spins. What if he was your guy? Mm, then I'd probably be like. What? <laughs> DJ. I'm going to give Aiden a call after this. Yeah. Everything okay, buddy? needs to start calling me a beautiful creature. Mm, that's right. Mm-hmm. And be really weird about it. Yes. Yeah. Winks, tongue licks. Uh, fingers oh. tapping together. You beautiful creature. Oh, no. This is all horrible. <laughs> it's almost our anniversary, so please give him these hot tips. Yeah. So many hot tips. If you want to make it 10 years like That's we right. have. Just had my 10 year anniversary, buddy. Here's what you got to do. Let me do. give you some advice. Yeah. May I ask what happened? I can't remember what the first fucking question was. Hold on. He was, they were going to say something. Oh, Shit. right. I'm sorry I interrupted you. Yeah. You just asked if Yenbull turns around right away. Yeah, so I think no. you were just gonna... Yeah, I was going to do like a, like a says something cool. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. It's gone. Um, I mean, just note this as yeah. a part where you want that to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you remember at like when 1135 editing tonight. it, yeah. say something. No. Cool. Cool. <laughs> and then the beholder's just like, something cool. Sub-bitches. <laughs> you did it. It sounds so out of place, though, to fight Shangovar. <laughs> Shang Shangle Boy Shangle Boy Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish Welcome to Beyond the Dark Sub-level 19 was nothing like the other floors of Machine Co There were no alabaster workbenches No spotless white carpets. Here, it was dank, dark. And that noise. A humming, throbbing sound like a sickly heartbeat hiding behind the whir of a great machine. A large metal cage loomed out of the darkness, backlit by an iridescent blue monitor, on which a cursor blinked idly. A metal panel slid out of an aperture in the cage near the monitor, and suddenly the cursor came to life. It read, Insert hand here. Beyond the Dark, a sci-fi anthology by Mark R. Healy, creator of The Strata. Find it at beyondthedarkpodcast.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts.